Greetings in Jesus name. Welcome back to our Wednesday night service. I thank God for each and every one of us who've been blessed, who've been favored, who've been increasing in their dominion every passing day. We thank the Lord for his grace in our lives. If it was not for his grace, if it was not for his mercy, then we would not have made it this far. and it requires a diligent generation to understand that mercy understand that grace and give him praise and give him glory and give him thanks be grateful every passing day a heart that is constantly grateful will never get proud because he understands the source of his blessing may this be said about each and every one of us here on this stream that we are a grateful generation that we are a church that is understanding the ways and the manner of worship and of praise and of gratitude we thank god for our spiritual parents who are now pioneering a new church in ottawa there was such a wonderful news for us we need to continue to pray we need to continue to thank god we need to continue to believe for greater things in ottawa and from there we will experience an overflow even in our respective cities and nations where we are placed we thank god for nations are represented on this stream it's not just about a community or a place or a particular denomination no we are a church of nations that is why we call this place the revive nations global church I welcome each and every one of you for tonight's service. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Let us know where you're watching it. If you're in person in a particular service, let us know in the comment section. If you've been around in this ministry for a while, you know that every blessing that you receive here is through the power of words. When words are spoken that elevate you, when words are spoken that brings clarity into your current situation when words are spoken to give you perspective of who you are and where you're headed those words it begins to elevate you those words it begins to bring you blessing it begins to bring you help from heaven and that is why it is necessary that we pay attention to every word that comes to us week after week you should know that all of our resources are available online especially if you've downloaded the Shaiju Matthew app and you have subscribed to plans that give you access to mentorship gold resources and to every word that our prophets are teaching week after week you are going to be set up for a blessing that is beyond your wildest imagination because these words are words that will impact your heart your soul your mind and even your physical body when you listen you will understand those areas of your life where you're missing out on receiving from god those areas that you have not yet yielded to god those areas where you need to now rise up and become a strong warrior those areas that you need to surrender to the presence of god to the authority of your leaders those who are appointed by god to help you to shape you to correct you and to mold you in the ways of god here on wednesday nights we've been gathering to study the word of god and to spend time praying spend time 
hearing the heart of god spend time being built up in our spirit it is necessary that there is fuel constantly added into our spirit only then will that fire be constantly ablaze if we stop feeding that fire if we stop stirring up those flames if we stop fanning into flames the gift that the lord has placed into us then it is just a matter of time before our love for god can grow cold but i thank god that will not be your story and my story because we are committed to coming back here in the presence of the lord not only to be fed by the lord but also to be set on fire by his holy spirit we thank god for this opportunity we've been reading from the book of ephesians and today we are in chapter 3 verse 14 to verse 17 let me read it out for you you can follow it along on the screens when i think of all this i fall to my knees and pray to the father he is the creator of everything in heaven and on earth i pray that from his glorious unlimited resources he will empower you with inner strength through the holy spirit then christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him your roots will grow down into god's love and it will keep you strong and all of god's people said an amen we thank god for his strengthening us today we thank god for his enabling us to climb greater heights we are getting to understand who we are in the spirit realm we are growing in our relationship with the triune god you would see a prayer that is being made to the father and you see an answer that is coming to us through the holy spirit and you see the end result of that answer is jesus manifesting inside of us he says i am praying to god the father and as i pray there is strength being released through the holy spirit because of which jesus he is making home in our hearts and love is established so our relationship with god the father our relationship with the holy spirit and our relationship with jesus himself is being strengthened tonight our purpose of hearing the word is not just to feel good about who god is it is also so that we understand where god is taking us who the lord is making us into how there is transformation happening inside of us inside our soul he is the one who restores our soul he is the one who fixes our heart issues and tonight he is going to do a whole lot of fixing in our heart and in our mind if you are ready let's get on this journey apostle paul says in verse 14 when i think of all this when i remember or when i recollect when i emphasize when there is constant meditation going on about all the things that i've already written to you so apostle paul as he is writing to them he is releasing the deposit that he has in his spirit into those papyrus scrolls using the pen that he's got in his hand and yet 
after he writes them he spends time thinking on them meditating on them and the result of that thinking and the result of that meditation is that he falls to his knees and begins to pray and he speaks to his father on behalf of the church so you see apostle paul's teachings and his declarations and his revelations that he is trying to give the church is not just empty words now these words are being backed up with a relationship that apostle paul has with the father these words are now backed by the power that comes from heaven that's why when he wrote to the church at corinth he said we don't come to you just with great eloquent words of human wisdom instead we come to you with the demonstration of the holy spirit's power and the reason he could walk in such level of authority in such demonstration of power was the fact that there was intimate time that he was spending in the presence of god there was kneeling down before the father there was a conversation between his spirit and the spirit of god there was a download happening in his spirit from heaven and there was a giving up of his burdens into the hands of god and here he is inviting the church at ephesus to eavesdrop into his conversation with the father he is allowing them to listen in and to know those words that he is praying over them he is allowing them to hear the blessings that he is declaring over them in his personal time of prayer with the father if you ever have an opportunity of listening in to the prayer of a general of a man of god of a prophet you should never miss out on that opportunity when they are spending alone time with their father you would hear their most intimate expressions their greatest desires you would hear their deepest conversations with god we thank god for apostle john who didn't sleep off through the entire time in the garden of gethsemane when everyone else slept that's why we have john chapter 17 it is a prayer that jesus is having just before he would be crucified it's a close conversation it was not meant for everybody and yet we thank god for one jesus lover who was in that place who was attentive to every word jesus was speaking who recorded those words for our benefit and here we see apostle paul's lifestyle you see that he is falling down to his knees before the father to pray for the church his physical posture of kneeling it showed a glimpse into his heart posture it showed a glimpse into the position of his heart before god while i was growing up i was in a church that put a lot of emphasis on your physical posture your physical appearance your dressing sense your hairstyles any accessories that you're wearing and then later when i finally had an encounter with jesus and my life got transformed and i shifted from religion to relationship i went to the other extreme where i believed that 
how i dress doesn't matter how i look on the outside doesn't matter if i kneel down or if i lie down on the bed it doesn't matter and because of my aversion to religious legalism i went to the other extreme and it had to take a lot of work for my father teaching me on how to be in the presence of a king because god he is not just your father he is also your king and when you walk into the presence of a king when you walk into the presence of royalty you just cannot be yourself there is a cleansing of conscience that we need to do and there is a change in our physical attire our preparation needs to touch each and every dimension of our lives our physical world needs to be touched our emotional realm needs to be touched our minds need to be focused and if there is any distraction we need to let that go we need to prepare even financially building altars putting an offering telling the lord that this is where my heart really is please do not misunderstand my point i am not saying that if you pray without preparation god is going to be angry at you or he is not going to listen to your prayer all that i am saying is that our blessing our ability to receive from god will depend on how much we have prepared in the natural realm if we are prepared if we have set ourselves up then we will receive more if you are not prepared if you are just casually walking in we are still going to have audience with god and yet because we don't have the capacity to receive more god will have to refrain from giving us more because we don't have the capacity to host his presence beyond a certain area of our lives he will refrain from blessing all the areas of our lives so the more prepared we are the more we are going to be receiving from the lord that's why apostle paul he begins by kneeling before god he kneels in the presence of his father he knows that god is his father and yet he acknowledges that god is also his king see in the natural you never see a son kneeling before his father but in the spiritual in the kingdom of god you see a child who knows that his father is also the king of the universe he is also the king of the church he is also the king of kings and the lord of lords and that is why paul when he would pray he would kneel in his posture he is humbling himself in his relationship with the father and then in verse 15 he goes on to describe this father as the creator of everything in heaven and on earth meaning to say that he is the source of every good thing apostle james would say this in james chapter 1 verse 17 every good and perfect gift is from above it comes from the father of lights there's nothing that we can have access to in this whole wide world that the father has not created apostle paul he is actually saying that the father he is the one from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name 
you know when we study classification of every species and every race on the earth you would find different families different species different forms of living organisms and the bible says every family in heaven and every family on earth is named after him is named from him we get our identity from him and yet when we study scripture we see that adam was the one who gave names to every species every living animal and every beast of the field but apostle paul he explains to us in ephesians 3 verse 15 and says that it is from the father that every family in heaven and on earth that they have an identity that they have a name what i'm trying to imply here is that adam when he was exercising the dominion that god had given him when he was governing over the beast of the field and the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and he gave names to each and every one of them he did so by fixing his eyes on the father when he would see the father and he would have a revelation of what the father's desire for a particular family here on the earth is he would name that animal according to the revelation that he would see in the father's heart for that particular family in other words the dominion that adam exercised in the garden of eden was an expression of the father's will over humanity this is the father's heart for you this is the father's desire for you this is the father's mind for you when jesus came down on the earth that's exactly what he did he started showing us the father's heart he started telling us that just because you call me lord lord you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven if you understand the will of my father if you obey the will of my father if you do the will of my father only then will you enter into the kingdom of god you see jesus intentionally actively pursuing the will and the desire that the father had over his own life from his childhood he would say i am doing my father's business and even when he was finishing his ministry here on the earth he said i don't do anything except what i see my father doing everything that jesus did was a overflow was an expression of the father's heart and apostle paul he is pointing us back to that in saying everything that we see here on the earth every family that we see here on the earth and that is there in heaven it derives its name from the father it derives its identity from the father it derives its purpose from the father so if we can understand this our posture will be corrected today our ambitions our drive our future our course towards our destiny it can be corrected when we know that we are not living for ourselves we are living for the glory of the father 
because i derive my identity i derive my name my family derives its name my family derives its identity from the father because he is the source of all things he is the giver of all good things he is the father of all lights any time that i deviate from that source i'm going to be working with another source and that belongs to the kingdom of darkness and that's something that none of us want to do and the amazing thing is if we will come to the father and we will depend on his ability his strength his resources to help us live here on the earth he will fill us and he will fill us according to his riches in glory in verse 16 apostle paul continues to pray he says i pray that from his glorious unlimited resources he will empower you with inner strength through his holy spirit paul would use this term according to the riches of his glory multiple times in his epistles in his writings in his teachings we all know this scripture from philippians chapter 4 my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory here the man of god he is trying to fix our attention our gaze on the riches on the glorious riches the unlimited resources that god has in the glory realm when we elevate ourselves from the physical realm when we are willing to let go of what we fix our eyes on here on the earth and when we are willing to climb ahead go ahead just take one step at a time and keep going to where the lord is taking us then we will be able to see the glorious unlimited resources that god has for us see apostle paul is somebody who has been to the third heavens and he has seen what he is speaking about he has tasted what he is trying to invite the church into tasting themselves he has experienced it in his ministry he has seen it day in and day out that is why he would say let my god who took care of me let him provide all your needs according to his riches in glory he is not inexperienced with this glory he has himself tasted and seen that this glory works for him that this glory really provides for him that this glory really manifests whenever he has a need and that is why he says may my god supply your needs according to his riches in glory there are two ways in which a child of god can access this glory realm where there is unlimited resources unlimited glory unlimited blessings unlimited provisions first is to set yourself apart like apostle paul did and he spent his entire life serving god and serving God's purposes for his life. This man, he lived a radical, sold-out lifestyle. Didn't even get married, didn't even settle down in one place to call it his home. 
he began his journey with the lord with three and a half years in the wilderness just trying to understand trying to pursue trying to have a revelation and from such a consecrated lifestyle was born an encounter with heaven an encounter with the heart of god an encounter with the things of heaven from where he is able to access the riches of glory the second way that a christian can access this glory realm is like what the church at philippi did this church they partnered with apostle paul they started sowing into apostle paul they started sending money for apostle paul's expenses and his travel and everything that apostle paul needed they became partners with apostle paul and that is why he would write to the church and he said your gifts it has come to me and it has come to the lord and it is like a sweet smelling aroma to jesus and then he turns back to bless them and he says now this glory realm that worked for me may that glory realm begin to work for you so the church at philippi they didn't go through the three and a half years of waiting in the wilderness they didn't go through all the hardships that apostle paul went through they didn't go through the severe beating and the torture that apostle paul experienced at the hands of the roman soldiers and yet they received the blessings that apostle paul received because of his consecration just by their partnership just by their alignment with the man of god who had access to this glory realm so you can choose how you're going to access this glorious unlimited resources if you think you can start at the scratch and you can work your way up all the way to the levels of glory that god has in store for you that's great good for you but i'll tell you a shortcut that i have been taking for some time now i found a prophet a man of god that i can partner with that i can be in alignment with and just because he has paid a price to climb up that glory realm now i have access to those unlimited glorious riches resources from the glory realm just because i am in tune in alignment in sync in constant partnership physically financially spiritually with the man that god has placed over my life so like i said the choice is yours <laughs> you can start from the scratch or you can identify the voice of god the prophet of god the man of god that god has given you for your elevation for your blessing and that will be your secret will be your shortcut to access this glorious unlimited resources according to his riches in glory and here we see the example of a church the church at ephesus that was in alignment in submission to the leadership of apostle paul so apostle paul he is pleased in his spirit and in his soul and he is blessing the church and he's saying i pray for you and i declare that the father he is the creator of all things in heaven and earth he is the one after whom every family on earth is named and this is the father 
who has glorious and unlimited resources in his glory realm and he says i pray that he will now empower you with inner strength through the holy spirit this is where we need spiritual intelligence because somebody who doesn't have spiritual understanding they will come to god and expect strength and expect abilities and expect anointing and they would look for something tangible in the physical realm and if they don't experience it they would walk away saying nothing changed nothing happened but paul says you have an inner man you have a inner personality you have somebody living on the inside of you that is your true identity that is who you really are in fact the physical body that we can touch and feel and see and sense that is only like wearing of external clothes for this inner man and the bible says that there is going to come a day when we will put on a different body like putting on a different set of clothes we will put on a different body in other words what happens to this inner man to this inner being is of prime importance in our life and apostle paul his prayer to the father is that he will strengthen the inner man the person on the inside will be strengthened by the holy spirit when we receive jesus as our lord and our savior the holy spirit he comes to dwell within us he is the one who creates life inside of us that's how we are born again that's how we can now relate with god who is the spirit so if you are a born again christian someone who believes that jesus is the lord and the savior of your life there is already resurrection that has happened on the inside of you you've already been revitalized you've been revived on the inside by god and the holy spirit now lives inside of you however as we journey in life as we experience challenges and trials and obstacles and stumbling blocks in our journey there is greater strength that is required for this inner man to face these greater mountains and that's why apostle paul says that your inner man it needs to be strengthened with power this power it comes through the holy spirit and this power needs to be deposited into your inner man this power needs to be activated inside you in the core of your being everything that happens in your life is a result of who you are on the inside how strong you are on the inside how anointed you are on the inside how filled you are on the inside how prepared alert or ready you are on the inside how much oil there is in the lamp on the inside see on the outside it may look like i know a lot of bible verses on the outside i may speak in a lot of unknown languages on the outside i may have regular 
church attendance but if all of this doesn't go inside to create a life changing experience if i don't allow god to do a new work within me inside of me on a daily basis then it is not going to produce eternal results everything that we do or we practice on the outside should always be an overflow of what we are experiencing on the inside and that's why apostle paul emphasizes here may the holy spirit come and fill you with strength on the inside this is god's answer to all of your trouble all of your problem all of your questions may the holy spirit fill you with power may the holy spirit fill you with strength may the holy spirit fill you with wisdom may the holy spirit fill you with the grace and the anointing to say and do the right thing do you want to know how we going to manifest the riches that are available in the glory realm here on the earth it is by the holy spirit strengthening us on the inside the holy spirit giving us keys and revelations and perspectives that is going to shift our confidence that is going to shift the boldness that we have the disciples when they were gathered just before the ascension jesus looked at them and he said when the holy spirit comes upon you you will receive power you will have boldness you will have the strength the courage to now become my witnesses the question that i used to struggle with in my head was that these disciples they have already walked with jesus they have already related with jesus they have already related with the father because of jesus these disciples they have done a great amount of ministry here on the earth they have cast out demons they have healed the sick people they have preached the gospel they have done a lot of practical ministry in the name of jesus in fact these disciples have also baptized people in jesus name and yet jesus looks at them and he says you're not ready yet you need to stay here in jerusalem till you are empowered on the inside by the holy spirit don't hurry don't rush don't move on because you've seen some things work out for you no 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 stay right here till you get strengthened inside and you now have a spiritual boldness now it is no longer confidence that comes because of your learning now it's no longer intellectual understanding now it is the strength that you have received inside in your inner being yes you are saved yes you are baptized in water yes you have talked about jesus to other people and they have received what you have spoken to them yes you've even done miracles yet you need this inner strengthening and the disciples they had to wait in prayer in the presence of god in unity forsaking all other distractions forsaking all other desires they had to wait so that they will be endowed with power from on high 
Please remember, Wednesday nights is not just for us to come and listen to a Bible study and move on. No, no, no. We are here to tarry for fresh strength, fresh power, fresh enabling and anointing by the Holy Spirit, by God's Spirit in our inner being. Every prayer that we pray, every desire that we utter, God's answer to all those prayers is an outpouring of His Holy Spirit. This outpouring will change us on the inside. Our inner being is transformed. If you believe that's you, give God praise for that. Let's thank Him for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let's thank Him for the inner work that He is doing tonight. Let's thank Him for bringing to light every hidden sins and every hidden motives and every filth that is there within us for bringing it to light by the power of the Holy Spirit and for strengthening us on the inside to resist every temptation, to overcome every distraction, to constantly walk with the Father, to constantly obey the voice of the Holy Spirit, to constantly manifest the presence of Jesus. In our reading for tonight's text, we began with that portion that Apostle Paul is praying. And he says, I'm going to be praying to the Father. And when I pray to the Father, He is going to give you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will fill you with strength on the inside. And what is the result of that strengthening? What will happen because you are strengthened on the inside? Let's read verse 17. It says, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. I don't know what you think of that, but when I read this first, I couldn't believe that Apostle Paul is writing to Christians, to believers. Because we believe that Jesus is already in our hearts. We believe that we have already trusted in God. We believe that we have all that it takes to go to heaven now. And here Apostle Paul says, no, 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 that's not how it works. When you allow the Holy Spirit to strengthen you inside, when you would allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with power, enablement, anointing on the inside of you, then Christ will make his home in your heart. So your capacity to host the presence of Jesus in your life is dependent on your ability to yield to the working of the Holy Spirit inside you. Let me repeat that again. Your capacity to host the presence of Jesus in your life is directly proportional to your willingness to allow the Holy Spirit to work inside of you. Here he says, when the Holy Spirit works in you, the ultimate proof, the ultimate result of that work that is happening inside of you is that now you're able to manifest Christ. You're able to host Him in your heart. For Christ to make Himself at home in your heart, the Holy Spirit has to go ahead of Him and prepare the ground 
and strengthen you with spiritual capacity when a president has to visit a particular country what his team would do is they would go ahead of time they would sweep the whole place for any security lapses any problems with protection and then they are going to make sure to set up the hotel room or the house that he is going to stay in in the manner that the president likes and then they are going to bring forth all those things that the president uses or what he needs what is used to back in his own home they are going to reproduce a lot of those things in this new house there is almost months of preparations before the president can finally arrive on the scene as a matter of fact when the president of united states when he visits a particular nation they transport his car ahead of his flight so that when he gets off the flight he is not going to take any of his local travels he is going to drive his own car and before he gets back it will be brought back into the us so that he can travel in the same vehicle once he gets back home that is the amount of diligent preparation that the kingdoms of the earth will make so that they can host their leader their master their king in a manner that is worthy of their title how much more does the holy spirit want to prepare room in our hearts fill us with special abilities fill us with special grace enable us anoint us to host jesus within us so we cannot give excuses to god saying oh i am not spiritual like that guy or i am not so well read like the other person or i am not so intellectual like someone else no 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 the holy spirit is available for you and the holy spirit is going to prepare you on the inside so that you can host jesus here on the earth the real question is how much are we willing to allow the holy spirit to prepare us to expand our capacity to increase our ability to host jesus it says that when christ comes he will come and make his home meaning this is not just a temporary visit like the president of the united states would go to a particular nation no this is a permanent dwelling christ is coming to dwell in your hearts to make his home in your hearts and this is all exercised by faith so you need to continue to trust in god's work in your life without faith it is impossible to access anything in the spirit realm if you will believe what is being taught to you right now if you will believe every word that is coming to you week after week your spiritual capacity is increasing you're giving more space for the holy spirit to work with your heart with your inner being with your inner self and the more the holy spirit works inside of you the greater will be your capacity to host jesus please remember that our calling in life is not only to love jesus is not only to know jesus 
but it is also to make him known is to reproduce him is to let others taste and see jesus through us and that's possible only to the measure of our willingness to allow the holy spirit to work within us like i told you earlier the degree to which you will manifest jesus in your life is directly proportional to how much you allow the holy spirit to work within you so you see apostle paul he is bringing our relationship with the triune godhead into picture here he is saying that we pray to the father we receive blessings from the father he is the creator of all things he is the one through whom and after whom all families on the earth derive their name and when we talk to him when we pray to him because he's got this glorious riches in heaven he is going to now fill us with his holy spirit this holy spirit is given on the inside and his job is to prepare the inner man to host the presence of jesus he will increase my ability to love people he will increase my ability to stay pure he will increase my understanding of the things of the spirit he is going to make room for jesus in my heart so that when jesus comes it doesn't have to be a temporary visit it can be a permanent dwelling place then christ he comes and he makes his home in my heart as i continue to trust in him as i continue to exercise my faith now i'm not just a spirit filled christian now i am the location the address the dwelling place for christ the dwelling place for jesus anybody that wants to meet jesus they can come to me anybody that wants to receive from jesus they can come to me anybody that wants to hear the way that jesus speaks they can come to me wow what a glorious privilege the lord is calling us into he is wanting for us to become carriers of jesus carriers of his presence representatives of his grace and his glory please remember this is going to require a lot of dying to yourself it is going to require a lot of renewal of mind mary and joseph the first human beings to host jesus inside of them their entire world got wrecked their belief systems their expectations their dreams their ambitions everything had to be revamped and readjusted to now host the presence of the son of god in their life it is going to require sacrifices it is going to require dying to yourself please don't think it is going to be an easy process but the blessing is that we have the holy spirit inside of us preparing room for jesus preparing room establishing protocol establishing and enabling and anointing and filling us with everything necessary to be able to host the presence of jesus within us paul says then christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him and then your roots it will grow down into god's love 
and it will keep you strong so the natural result of somebody whose hearts have become the dwelling place for Jesus is that there is going to be an overflow of God's love through them because now they are rooted and grounded in love it is impossible for Jesus to live and dwell and make his permanent residence in the heart of a man or a woman that doesn't understand love the holy spirit when he comes into our heart one of the first fruit that he will produce in us is the fruit of love we would like all the other fancy fruits we would like the fruit of gentleness and self control and kindness and patience but all of it is an expression of love so the first thing that the holy spirit will produce in you is love now when jesus comes to live dwell within you and there is physical manifestations of this jesus this jesus begins to talk to others through you this jesus begins to touch other people through you when that happens it is because you have now allowed your heart to be a breeding ground for love it says now you are being rooted and grounded in love your heart is now so rooted on the soil of love that every word that you speak is a product of love every action you do is an overflow of love every decision you make it is because of love every choice that you make concerning your marriage concerning your children concerning your career concerning your finances all of it is a novel flow of love it could be your love for god it could be your love for the people that god has given you it could be your love for your city and for your nation but it has to be an expression of love this is not a human love that we are speaking about this is not an affection that a father has for his children or a mother has for her children this is not the affection that husbands and wives have for each other this is not the affection that friends have for each other this is not the affection that we have because we think alike this is not conditional in nature this is agape in nature agape originates in the character in the personality of god because god himself is agape and now when he comes to dwell within us when the holy spirit is working within us and the father is constantly filling us with gift with the glorious riches of heaven oh the beautiful result in our life is that now we are grounded in love we are rooted in love we are founded in love we are birthed in love we are bathed in love we are covered and enveloped in love we produce love with everything every breath of our nostrils we release love what does it take for us to reach a place where we become the manifestation of love manifestation of god's love here on the earth 
Now sometimes when we think of love we have a very fairy tale understanding of love because we think that if i love somebody i need to do everything this person wants me to do for him jesus was the most loving person who has walked on this earth and yet he was not a people pleaser not everybody liked jesus not everybody approved of jesus not everybody enjoyed his company there were people who got irritated being around jesus there were people who would grind their teeth when Jesus was speaking so don't think that being loving means that you please everybody being loving means you make everyone happy no 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 that is not what it means when you are rooted and grounded in God's love this love is also ferocious to demonstrate the character of God and it is that same love that went into the temple and overturned the money changers tables it is that same love that called pharisees a brood of vipers it is that same love that spoke to peter and said get behind me satan it is that same love that demonstrated the righteousness and the holiness of god here on the earth so please don't think that this overflow of love means that you just become a person that doesn't hurt anybody that doesn't cause any pain to anybody no 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 the more you love people the more real you will be with them the more you love people with agape love the more you will manifest god to them the more you will manifest the father to them the more you will manifest jesus to them the more you will manifest the holy spirit to them and some of these occasions may in fact end up hurting them the bible says so many people they were offended because of jesus they were offended because of the word he spoke they were offended because of jesus's lifestyle that is why you cannot define this love let the holy spirit define this love let your father in heaven define this love let the life of jesus the person of jesus define this love for you but this love it is a necessary element of a christian's life because this love is what is going to become my foundation it is what is going to keep me rooted in difficult seasons of life it is this love that is going to compel and constrain me It is this love that is going to stop me in certain occasions, certain seasons, in certain circumstances from acting in my flesh. It is this love that is going to cause me to make radical steps that is going to bring glory to God. It is this love that is going to cause me to lay down my life first for God and second for the purposes for the assignments that God has given me. It is this love that is now going to be a motivation for my giving and for my worship. It is this love for Jesus that is going to become the foundation for my ministry. Jesus told Peter, "If you love me, then you should feed my sheep." So every sermon that Peter preached, every soul that he won for Jesus, 
every miracle, every breakthrough, every blessing that was released through his life, through his hands, through his ministry was an expression of his love for Jesus. It was not because he wanted to become famous or not because he wanted to prove he is a great apostle. No, it was an expression of his love for his master. Today, if you and I can be founded in that love, if we can be rooted in that love, if we can be grounded on that agape love, the world around us is going to see a revelation of Jesus, a manifestation of Jesus in a way that is going to surprise them. Revival is a reward for love, not for prayer, not for great evangelism, not for great preaching. No, revival is a reward for love. If the church can love her groom publicly, unashamedly, unreservedly, then we will see a revival. If the church can love the sheep that the shepherd has entrusted to her, feed them, serve them, take care of them like Jesus himself would, then a revival is about to take place. Can I just read Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 to 17 and then we can pray together. Apostle Paul says, When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to my Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his Holy Spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and it will keep you strong. Daddy, we thank you for this ability today to be strengthened in our spirits, to be strengthened in our roots, to be strengthened in our foundations. We thank you for this ability that you've given us to access things in heaven because it is in you that all the families in heaven and on earth is named. We get our identity in you. We live here for your glory and for your purposes. We want to do your will, our Father in heaven. And so we pray right now that you would fill us with a fresh measure of the Holy Spirit's power, a fresh measure of grace, a fresh measure of anointing on the inside that our inner man will be revitalized right now, that our inner man will be set on fire right now, that our inner man will be rejuvenated right now. And Holy Spirit, we pray that you would make space for the manifestation of the Son of God. You would create room for Jesus to come and make himself at home within us so that ultimately we can be carriers of Jesus. We can be manifesting his presence so that we can become the hands and feet of love, so that we can overflow in agape in every area, in our relationships, in our finances, in our communities, in our ministries. Let it all be an expression of 
love. We thank you for ministering to us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, it is time for us to seek God together, to enter into the furnace together, to receive from His heart together. So let's keep aside every distraction and let us worship Him, let us hear His heartbeat and let us receive what God has in store for us tonight. Receive that fresh portion of His Spirit for us tonight. God bless you. Shalom to you and to your family.